Hi, my name is Erica. Welcome to I Read the Whole Bible Every Year Community. We are a community that brings awareness to biblical illiteracy, and we endeavor to eradicate fear and intimidation out of reading God's Word. We do this by providing biblical resources and tools to help myself and you become more proficient Bible readers. Well, guys, we are on day 335 in the Bible reading community. Today, I'll be reading from Romans chapter 12 through 15. Of course, we read from the King James Version. And I'm also broadcasting from our podcast, which is IRTWBEY365. Before I get started, I'd like to say a prayer and say welcome to all of our listeners out there on Facebook and YouTube, as well as our new Clubhouse members and listeners. Thank you for joining me today. And did I say all the replay viewers? Thank you for listening today. Father in heaven, most righteous, most holy God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we give you glory, honor, and praise belongs to you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your everlasting love. We thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Nisi, our banner, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, and Jehovah Shalom, our peace. I thank you that you are Emmanuel, God with us. I pray that everyone listening under the sound of my voice, that their lives be transformed, that their minds be renewed, and that wisdom, revelation, and understanding be received in Yeshua's name. Okay, and also what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a little bit of backdrop about the book of Romans, um, because I'll be reading Romans 12 through 15, but um, we'll have one more chapter. Hi, Mom. We'll have one more chapter of Romans, chapter 16, and then we're going into Corinthians. So um, the book of Romans, who wrote it? This book was uh, written by the Apostle Paul, who wrote about the grace of God from both experience and his training and education. It was written to introduce Paul to the believers in Rome and enlist their help in spreading the gospel. To develop and defend the truth of the gospel message he had been preaching and to encourage the Roman believers to rely solely on God's grace for their salvation and to help them understand how people can be made righteous and live transformed lives through Christ. It was written, um, Romans was probably written AD, 57 AD to believers, most of them Gentiles in Rome, the capital city of the Roman Empire. So some of the things to look for in the book of Romans Um, is to watch for the major themes of faith, grace, righteousness, and justification. You'll find the foundation of the gospel that comes by grace through faith in the first 11 chapters. Then in the last five chapters, you'll discover practical implications of faith and righteousness. 
how faith works itself out in everyday life. And so for the reading today, in uh, chapter 12, and excuse me, you're going to hear some noise, but I'm putting away one of my Bibles. Moving on to my second one that I'm going to be reading from. And um, in chapter 12, we're going to learn of God's perfect will. And over a little bit further down in chapter 12, it's going to talk about overcoming evil with good. Boy, don't we need that today. And then in chapter 13, look out for the subject to higher powers. Be subject to higher powers. And the message of to love one another. Over in chapter 14, talks about Christian liberty and how we are all accountable. And then over in chapter 15, is going to talk about being like-minded, glorifying God together, and then Paul ministering to the Gentiles, and Paul desired to visit Rome. So that's what we're going to cover today. And so as I move my pages back over to chapter 12, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Romans chapter 12, King James Version. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hi, Auntie. Hi, my my Aunt Annette Collins is on. Good to see you, Auntie. Verse 4. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members of one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, Let us prophesy according to the poor proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering. Or he that teacheth on teaching. Or he that exhorteth and on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. And honoring, preferring one another. 
and honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Chapter 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee, for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For, for this cause, pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law, and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works 
of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Chapter 14. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth, yea, he shall be holden up for God is able to make him stand. One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord, he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eat to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not, and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. But why dost thou judge thy brother, or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitable, destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. 
For meat destroy not the work of God. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. It is good neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth, or is offended, or is made weak. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. And he that doubteth is damned if he eat because he eateth not of his not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Chapter 15. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy, and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort, as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ hath not wrought by me, 
to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Iracum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Yea, so I strive to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. But as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they that have not heard shall understand. For which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you. But now having no more place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come unto you, whensoever I take my journey into Spain, I will come to you, for I trust to see you in my journey, and to be brought on my way, thithered by you, if first I be somewhat filled with your company. But now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto the saints, for it hath pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. It hath pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in the carnal things. When therefore I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit, I will come by you into Spain. And I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit, that ye strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service, which I have for Jerusalem, may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. That concludes my reading for today. Thank you, Mom. My mom says, good reading. I love to hear you read. And she says, God bless the reading of your most holy and divine words. Thank you for all the readers. Amen. Thank you. And thank you again, Auntie, my Aunt Annette, for joining us today. Again, that was Romans 12 through 15 the King James Version. And again, my name is Erica. You're listening to I Read the Whole Bible Every Year Community. And also, I'm broadcasting from our podcast, IRTWBEY365 Podcast. Well, before I get out of here, I am going to say a prayer. Father, we thank you for this great word of exhortation, for this great word of just how we are to love one another, be with our brethren, and to not judge, for that is your job to judge, as Paul has so graciously and eloquently written here. 
And Father, we just thank you for the hope that we have in your Son, Jesus Christ. Knowing him also as Yeshua HaMashiach, the Messiah. We just bless you for him and his life, his sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice that was prayed, paid. We bless you today, O oh God, and thank you for good health, good fellowship, for the word that we have breath in our lungs. We thank you that you give your angels charge of us and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper in the mighty name of Yeshua. I ask that you keep all your people healthy and strong, that we do not fear and become fearful of any type of virus, any type of variant, anything that has to do with fear, that is not of you, for you've given us the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Let us be reminded of who you are, your grace and your mercy, day after day. Let us continue to uplift your name and uplift you, because you said that if you be lifted up, you will draw all men unto you. So we thank you right now for those that you are drawing nearer to you and to your son. We just thank you, O oh God. We glorify you and magnify you, recognizing your sovereignty. Thank you for being Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you for keeping us safe from harm. Thank you for being with us, providing for us. Thank you for your peace, your shalom, and that your joy is our strength. We do not lean on our own understanding, but we lean on you, trusting and knowing full well that you are with us. We, we glorify you, magnify you, lift up your holy name, and bless you on this day. In Yeshua's name I pray, amen. Alrighty, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Today is Wednesday, so tomorrow, Elonda should be reading for you. And Friday on on Friday, Sylvia. Saturday, we'll have Ola Conley, who's going to be reading for you from Lagos, Nigeria. And in our clubhouse room, our ministry is growing over in Nigeria. We're and the men are coming. Praise the Lord. Men are coming. We have two, three new gentlemen from Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria, that has linked arms with us. And so um, I'm in talks with them and looking forward to partnering with them and what God is going to do through these young men over in Lagos, Nigeria. And so um, don't forget to follow us on our podcast, on YouTube and Facebook and thank you again to all the replay viewers. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Grace and peace.